the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. There's certainly ample opportunity, Don, every day, every week in which people can, but usually don't, fulfill the obligations of that political office. And when they don't, we get California, which... You know, Donald Trump got into some uh, controversy about allegedly referring to certain foreign countries as you know what. Yeah, and we've we've coined the term here to be able to refer to it as fecalized environments. So I'm not sure that's any better. Yeah, no, it's approved on all FCC guidelines for use on the radio. Fecalized environment is definitely um, a, a good user. And uh, thanks to our leadership here in California, that's a lot closer than places like uh, El Salvador, Haiti, or other countries. And to tell us about that, we are so pleased to have on the line with us today Katie Grimes, a a recurring uh, guest on our show. She's a reporter with The Flash Report, a great source of California news, an investigative reporter, Cal Watchdog, and other publications, and uh, really an expert on all things California political. And she's an expert on local fecalized environments. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and we say this because she wrote a series of, after the controversy with what Donald Trump may or may not have said in a private meeting about how California is such an environment. Welcome, Katie. Thank you very much. Yes, California is a fecalized environment, no doubt. I love that word. Thank you. Yeah, free, feel uh, free. It's, uh, it came from the Internet. It should go back to the Internet. The Internet is the great repository of witty and uh, snarky uh, things like that. So have fun with it. Yes. Your most recent yes. article is called California Blank Hole. Leftist politicians playing politics with California businesses. So how is California a fecalized environment? Oh, for so many reasons. Um, Frankly, if you just add up all of the things that our leftist politicians, whether they're local or state, are doing in California, it has turned this into this beautiful, beautiful state, which was once, uh, you know, the land of opportunity and anybody could hang a shingle and open a business. Not so much anymore, right? Oh. Um, we're, yeah, we're overtaxed, we're overregulated, we have underhanded politicians um, seeking to squeeze every last drop out of our businesses. And that's, that's kind of why I'm writing this, uh, this series on uh, California S-hole, uh, or as you say, fecalized environments. Because we do have these politicians, they're, they're messing with our local businesses. Large and small. Uh-huh. Um, I recently wrote about a, uh, a, a developer in Sacramento who has been, since 2003, trying to build a housing development 
on an old rail yard that he paid $50 million out of his own pocket to completely clean of all the toxic waste. Mm. And he is still being met with hassles by the Sacramento City Council and the Planning Commission. And it's all politics all the time. So we have these politicians who are always whining about why our houses are so expensive in California and how we have this housing shortage. And yet all you have to do is look at their own policies. Like CEQA and other things yes. that prevent uh, developers. And, you know, we we do need some regulation. We need to make sure oh, houses sure. are safe, land is safe. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the part of the housing crisis we have in California is self-made. Well, yes. and, and, and Donald Trump talked about this, not uh, housing specifically, but they built the Empire State Building yeah. in one year. Yes. Yeah, could they not built, be done today. They built the Transcontinental Railroad using the technology of the 1800s in seven years. Isn't it amazing? Across unexplored territory, over over and under the Sierra Mountains, using the, the technology of that day, across the Great Plains in seven years. Yeah. With the help of Chinese labor. And Irish labor and a lot of other labor. No, I'm just, sure. yeah, but, but that's... Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, right, before all of our labor regulations... So we've got a developer in Sacramento that's having a tough time. We have a Sacramento lawmakers that want to claw back 50% to 100% of the tax savings in tax reform. Mm -hmm. We have harebrained schemes by the uh, California Senate that says, let's create a charitable foundation so people can deposit their state taxes in that instead of paying it directly to the state tax it's a scheme that surely the irs would shoot holes yes, as, it is. as big as mexico in and yet they still voted on it i know it's this is one of the issues that i do have with what's happening in sacramento and i and i've written about this before and i know i'm not alone we have many many lawyers licensed lawyers who are legislators assemblymen and senators our governor is a lawyer Our attorney general is a lawyer, and yet these people keep voting on and signing into law illegal laws. And this is extremely frustrating, and I am certainly hoping that um, this is addressed by by the White House. Uh, It's got to stop, and I don't don't know how to stop it myself. I keep pointing it out, but um, we have a rogue state government in California. Well, you know that 97% of lawyers give the other 3% a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are right. Greg's one of the good lawyers. He's, uh, you know, he, he's one of the good guys. No, but, that, but that's, that's a good point. And there is no more rule of law in America. No. The law is what, what, the, the, what we have is Humpty Dumpty law. If you remember back from the, yeah. the book, Al, the, oh. Through the Looking Glass, where Humpty Dumpty mm-hmm. says to Alice, words mean what I say they mean, no more, yeah. no less. Exactly. And and you are so right about that. It was like Bill Clinton's, uh, what is the meaning, you know, is, is, um, you know, the the word games. And it's extremely frustrating. And we've got cities in California right now that are trying to shake down the oil industry. Uh, They've they've been suing uh, Exxon, Mobil, and numerous other oil companies, um, claiming that those companies are responsible for their climate change climate changes that is going to force them to, um, you know, build seawalls and things like that. When 
On the other hand, they've been out there selling bonds, insisting that there is no evidence of climate change that would affect the you know the future of their bonds. Right, and they, so, and, I mean, and they and they can't. I read that your article, and that was a great yeah. article. Is is the uh, oil companies went and just looked at the bond filings, their prospectuses that they give yeah. out to investors, and where uh-huh. some cities say, you know, we can't predict what if any change is going to happen, what any damages exactly. might happen from climate change. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, this is the kind of shenanigans that are happening in this state, um, and and part of the reason I started this, uh, you know, California S hole series is because. I realized, you know, I will take on an issue one at a time, you know, this bad bill or that, you know, regulation that the Air Resources Board is trying to pass. But we really need to put it all together and show people how many of these things are taking place as we speak. And I thought I could do it in one article. Mm. It's, you know, I'm on like article number five. It's a career, actually. You know, I mean, this is this analysis of what has happened in California is a case study that you could literally devote a career to. I agree with you. Let's take a break here. That's serious. Let's take a break here, and we'll come back and talk about why gas is $1.99 a gallon in Texas and why it's $3 a gallon or more here in California after this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Katie Grimes and the You Know What Hole in California after this message. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. AM 590, the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. We have circulating right now throughout California a petition to place the gas tax, SB1, that was passed middle of last year by the California legislature, signed into law by Governor Brown, which raised gas taxes in this state by 20 cents, diesel tax by 12, added other taxes and increased uh, vehicle registration. That petition is circulating. Greg, before the break, you uh, were you brought up the topic of gas in Texas, a dollar ninety nine, three bucks in Texas. Katie wrote about this. What is the what? What are we living through here when it comes to how our energy is being taxed by the progressives in Sacramento? Well. First off, we do remember that Jerry Brown promised there would be no tax increases without a vote of the people. Ahem. Right. Um, well, yeah, that went by the wayside very, very quickly after Proposition 30 was passed, uh, which did increase income taxes and, and others. 
But this gas tax is particularly um, it, it's particularly evil because, frankly, any tax that's passed now, I don't care what they call it, it's a pension tax. Um, we're, they're already flim-flamming and waffling on how the money is going to be spent. We've got an initiative that will be on the June ballot that actually dictates that the money has to be spent on transportation and infrastructure as was promised to the people because the politicians are already – you know, looking to move it here and there and anywhere but what they promised it would go for. Which is exactly what got us into this problem, 20 years of using the money that Californians have been dutifully paying at the pump. Some of the highest gas taxes, I think at one point, the the highest, sixth highest at that time were now the highest uh, gas taxes. And it's not just that the taxes are high. We have the most, we got to have the most vehicles in this state of any other state in the union. Well, the most population. Yep. we got the most population, mm-hmm. therefore, the most vehicles. So the amount of money that California has been raking in on the on, on our gas taxes in the past has been huge. And yet our infrastructure, as rated by several different organizations, what are we, like bottom 49th, 48th in the country as yeah. far as our infrastructure? Well, it just, and this is an interesting comparison. We, we talked about the ca- price of gas in Texas versus here. Yet... Uh, Texas is tied for the ninth best quality roads, and California is 44th, according to the latest figures available from the Department of Transportation. So, and, you, and this, you see this over and over again, don't don't we, Katie? Is we pay yeah. the highest the or highest. the highest taxes, and we get terrible, crappy results exactly. from the government. Exactly. Just recently, I was um, uh, up in uh, South Lake Tahoe and was driving uh, over the Kingsbury grade on Highway 50 there to Nevada. And it was almost, um, it was painfully evident when I left California and hit Nevada because the highway was stunning, absolutely stunningly beautiful, smooth. Oh, it was so nice, and we got all the way over into Nevada, and um, we have a, a diesel Jeep Grand Cherokee, and had to fill up. Oh gosh, it was only like two sixty-five a gallon for diesel, and my husband two weeks or, or a week earlier had just paid like three eighty-nine. Isn't that crazy? You know, it, funny you should mention that because we went to Tahoe recently last August, and we were sharing that story with some family friends who are decidedly on the left side of the spectrum without mm-hmm. knowing it they stepped right in the puddle by saying yeah we you know they were visiting some of their family up in that area and they they said as soon as we crossed into Nevada the roads got noticeably better and boy did i jump into uh, that 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 just uh-oh. that opening was too big to resist and it just, I mean, it precipitated, devolved into a very nasty conversation. But but even on the prima facie evidence that they themselves had lived, they were unwilling yeah. to bend on the reality of what has unfolded in California. Well, exactly. And what's so interesting about not just lower gas prices and nicer roads in Nevada, there's no state income tax in Nevada. And they have lower taxes overall, including lower sales taxes, you know, lower workers' comp taxes. I mean, it's they Nevada rates like uh, number eight or nine in the country on uh, you know good, good, friendly business states and tax friendly states. So they're doing more with less money. Yeah, and interestingly, another example just on energy, Texas to California. Yep. Uh, in in California, 
compared to Texas, residential electric rates are 71% higher, commercial 115% higher, and industrial 175% higher than Texas. And you make a good point, Greg, by pointing out that commercial and industrial uh, are just continually assaulted by laws like that and regulations like that. Um, Proposition 13, even though... um, uh, you know, the left is constantly trying to attack it and, and unwind it. Um, commercial property owners still pay more every year than residential property owners, and it goes up more. It's 2% every year as opposed to 1% every year. So, I mean, in this state, commercial and industrial business owners uh, pay a significantly higher portion of these, you know, these regulatory issues. Yeah. We have a little audience participation quiz here now. What yep. state's cost of living adjusted poverty rate of 20.6% is nearly two times the national average of 12%? Do, 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 do. Dems say they're for equality. Which state, if it were an independent country, would be the 17th most unequal country? Yeah. Do, 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 do. We know. Wow. With 12% of America's population, which state has one-fifth of America's homeless population? Yeah. Do, 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 do. (laughs) With 12% of America's population, which state has 34% of America's welfare recipients? Here we are again. Yeah, you know, it's Mm -hmm. interesting. Um, Nancy Pelosi took to the uh, floor of the Congress the other day in order to make the point about DACA. And in it, and this this is throughout the Democrats' narrative. I mean, we could we could immigration uh, is one of Greg's favorite topics, and he believes that that's the primary reason for California's downfall is the importation of all of the uh, illegal immigrants. But di- yeah. they keep talking about how diversity is our strength. I, I always no. thought unity was our strength. The fact that we have from many one, we've got a diverse population, but we're all in alignment on fundamental principles that make America great, therefore the unity. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. And and frankly, they're big liars on what they think is diversity. The only diversity that matters is diversity of thought. This uh, diversity of skin color and uh, gender and, you know, your country of origin is a bunch of hogwash. That's just designed to, to separate people, to prevent them from being unified. Well, and there's there's scientific research that the more ethnic and racial diversity there is, the less civic engagement there is. Of course. You're absolutely right. One of the things we like to do, Katie, whenever we brush up against a topic that uh, has an activism component is to highlight that activism. We've been talking about the gas tax. Uh, So, folks, there's something you can do in this area of helping to get the repeal of the gas tax on the November ballot. Go to the website. Give voters a voice. Spelled out, givevotersavoice.com. Right there in the front, there's a big blue button. Just hit it, download the gas tax repeal, sign it, and mail it in with a small donation to help. This is going to put the gas tax on the November ballot. It has to be done. And yeah. if, if each of us aren't doing our part in getting this done, then you're failing at the fundamental uh, reality of living in a republic, and that is that the most important po- political position 
in a republic like America is that a private citizen? That is not my words. Those are the words of Judge Brandeis, who was one of the famous Supreme Court justices from the mid-1800s. The most important political office is that of private citizen. Be that and go to the website and download the petition and send it in and do your civic responsibility. If you can't do that, you deserve the you-know-what hole. That's right. Yeah. You you own the fecalized environment. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spot Katie, on. Katie, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of your observations of what makes California a fecalized environment. Appreciate your work after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation and host of the main event, which airs every weekend here on AM590, The Answer. I'm proud to be a part of the effort to make America great again, not just by supporting this station and conservative movement, but also by helping people achieve the American dream of homeownership. Whether you're looking to achieve that dream and you need financing, or you already own a home and you're considering refinancing your mortgage in order to lower your payment, shorten your term, or pay off high interest debt, or if you're over 62 and want to look into that great financing tool known as a reverse mortgage, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, toll free day or night, 855-640-2020. I'll give you all your options, answer all your questions, and walk you through the process. And don't forget to listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m., Sundays at 8 a.m., right here on AM 590, The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747. And California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. Also licensed in Arizona by the Arizona Department of Financial Institutions. MB number 096199. AM 590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we've been talking about all the reasons why under Democrat government, California is becoming a you-know-what hole. And, uh, Katie, is there any prospect of getting a Republican governor that might help uh, reverse the process? And what do you think of our crop of uh, governor candidates, gubernatorial candidates? Yeah, of the 34 Republicans, which one do you think stands the best chance? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's just sad. I mean, I am happy that we have two Republicans in the race out there talking about the important issues that need to be discussed instead of just this continuing down the path of socialism. But unfortunately, in California, we also have a completely disingenuous media, which is running the race for Gavin Newsom or running the race for Antonio Villaraigosa. And um, uh, I, I don't hold out a lot of hope right now. Mm. Is there any pro- I, what, I, what are the prospects yeah. of getting we have this top two primary situation? And now you have, you have four named, you know, they've held public office, Democrats yeah. and th- now three, mm-hmm. as, as well. Yeah. I, I guess I guess two of the Republicans have held public office. The other one has tried to, and he's got some money. John Cox. Yeah. What are the prospects well, the of even getting been- a? What are the What are the prospects of even getting a Republican into the second round? This is what bothers me so much. Slim to none. We've got three Republicans in the race now. Um, you know, dividing potentially the already slimmed down Republican vote in this state, as opposed to, and and look, I know that's what primaries are for, but with California's, you know, Prop 14, top two jungle primary system, we don't have a chance, I think, of getting a Republican into the top two. We couldn't even elect, we couldn't even elect a, uh, a Republican for the Barbara Boxer's U.S. Senate seat in the top two. Again, because there was another Republican running, 
And, you know, I think it was done to divide the vote that was even there. That is that is part of the problem. You know, we yep. we have uh, in a top two environment, we have two candidates running. I wish one of them would agree to to step back. And now we've mm-hmm. got a third that's entered. That's a, yeah. what I would call sort of a high profile candidate higher because yeah. of he's carried office. Doug Ossay, three time con- member of right. Congress and in 2014 right. came within less than a point of defeating an incumbent Democrat. Yeah. So so now we're going to thir- th- uh, additionally divide the vote, uh, not to mention in areas scattered throughout California, we have some self-stylized patriots that are saying, you know, I can run and, you know, running for, for office. Mm-hmm. Among our cro- I know. Among our crowd of activists, we've got about a minute left here. Travis Allen is by far the favorite candidate and I, I see him he connects with our people on an emotional level the way donald trump connected them what, yes. do, you, what, do, you, what do you think of travis allen oh i agree very much and i've i've followed <clears throat> excuse me i followed assemblyman allen you know since he got into the legislature and he was kind of your classic citizen representative he was a, you know he has his own private business but he ran for public office because he wanted to try to make a change and that kind of used to be what uh, you know, a citizen legislature, uh, let, you know, was about. I, I agree with you. He does connect with the people very, very well. Um, I, I think perhaps his issues are probably more financial than anything. Um, if he could get out there, it would take more money. But if he could get out there, he does connect well. I agree with you. Right. Oh, and he is having an event up in your neighborhood, I guess, this weekend, a kickoff rally for the campaign yeah. for 2018 on the steps of the Capitol on Sunday, right? I saw that. Yeah. So uh, for those of us in the Inland Empire that are get so inclined, get, get in your, your car, drive up there, yeah. and uh, have fun with that. Um, Katie, so appreciate you joining us. Uh, love your writing, as always. You can follow Katie Grimes on the California Flash Report. That's flashreport.org. Uh, her writings are usually featured there. And uh, also a couple of other places, Katie. Where else can people follow you? Um, I'm also a regular contributor to Canada Free Press. Dot com, which is a, a nice national news site, and it's pretty well connected. Uh, sometimes I publish at Legal Insurrection as well, if it's kind of an interesting legal issue, but mainly Flash Report and Canada Free Press. Great. We'll have you back soon because there's lots to talk about. It's midterm election year. We'll be right back after a break on the Unite IE radio program. Welcome back to the most important radio show for the most important political office in the entire country and the number one conservative talk radio show in our market in our time slot on our station yes the united inland empire radio program um we just had a very fun segment with katie grimes who does a great job of documenting the uh, insanity of the fecalized environment of California on Flash Report. Uh, encourage you to go there and just stay up to date with what's going on with the entire uh, state with Katie. She does a great job of documenting it. Um, also, want to let everybody know there's an important event coming up in uh, the Inland Empire in roughly another month, Greg. Uh, this event is a tribute to the military. Uh, it's being put on by one of our groups. Very important that uh, our groups are active out there. This one is the Mountain View Republican Club will be hosting the biggest social event in the region. 
emphasis on social event. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity. A lot of times we have these events where we come, we listen to speakers, we sit, we listen to the speakers, and then we have to go. We never get a chance to mingle and get to know each other. This is that event. This is a grand gala honoring our armed forces and veterans. It's got dinner, dancing, entertainment, raffles. We're going to have the comedic genius of Evan Say It. That's worth the price of admission alone. Uh, he is uh, getting a lot of attention lately. He's been speaking at a number of events around the country. 50% of the proceeds are donated to the disabled American veterans. Uh, it'll be held at the Imagine That Ballroom and Banquet Hall in Upland on Saturday, March the 10th at 6.30 to 11.30 p.m. Tickets are 45 bucks before February 11th, so get them now. 50 bucks February 12th through March 6th. Check it out. Uh, go to the Mountain View Republican Facebook page. Look for Grand Gala in Upland on Eventbrite, and we'll give you some more information as the show progresses. But yeah, definitely sure, get that I'm on sure your the, calendar, March right, the 10th. I'm sort of looking forward to it. I'll be there. So if you want to come and meet radio personalities, Greg Britton and Don Dix from the Unite IE radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, maybe, maybe we should have said that because we want people to actually attend this event. I know. Maybe we just uh, d- discouraged a few people from going. No, this is going to be a lot of fun, folks. Get there, support our military, have fun, and uh, get to hear Evan say it. And uh, one of the one of the problems that are facing our country right now, uh, I think that uh, it's it's a foregone conclusion that immigration is the issue that controls all other issues it controls our fiscal policy our monetary policy it controls um you know what happens unfolds in our neighborhoods and why is that because why is that since 19 from 1981 to 2016 33 million <clears throat> legal immigrants came into the country and 59 million since the ted kennedy immigration law that opened things up and opened up the borders in 1965 Of those people and their children and grandchildren, 80% plus vote Democrat. But for this mass immigration, and we talk about the economic effects on American workers and American taxpayers, but just in terms of the political effects of it, we would not have had Barack Hussein Obama as president. We would not have Obamacare. And all these things that have happened, California would not be a you-know-what hole but for this mass immigration because of the political effects. And that's why the Democrats are so adamant. That's why Nancy Pelosi was willing to stand there on the House floor for eight hours telling us how wonderful illegal immigrants are because they're using this to stack the voting deck. And it, it's funny because that issue, that that resonates with people. One of the things I've really been trying to do, Greg, over the past couple of years as we've been in radio uh, is to learn how to talk about issues, to decomplicate them, to make them pithy, to to word them in such a way that it immediately resonates with people and they get it. Um, I posted on Facebook yesterday, Nancy Pelosi stood for seven and a half hours for illegal aliens, but wouldn't stand for Americans murdered by illegal aliens. Exactly. And that, you know, I look for little ways to sort of word things that it resonates. That little Facebook post has been shared almost 400 times. That's a that's a number two slot in terms of the number of, of, of 
shares that I've had on my personal Facebook page, it's gotten rea- 113 reactions. The one that got the most that was shared 4,000 times was also on immigration. And it was a, it was a pithy little comment about how, um, how, how it's hard to understand how people can stand on street corners and wave the flags of other countries, but then consider it punishment to be sent back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so there's all kinds of ways that we can word this stuff that it resonates with people, but the immigration issue stands by far and away uh, heads and tails above any other in terms of issues that I get reactions to on my Facebook page because people are starting to get it. Right, and, th- and th- there was never supposed to be a debate about immigration. It was, it was not covered in the mainstream media. The entire political class, Democrat and Republican, were on board with the mass immigration. They left the borders open. They chose not to enforce our immigration laws. And for, for their own selfish reasons, the Democrats are stacking the voting deck. And there's a strong business element of contributors to the Republicans that wants the cheap labor, supposedly cheap labor. There was a study done by the National Academy of Sciences released in 2016. Because the law of supply and demand applies to the labor market like every other market, duh. The legal and illegal immigration costs American workers $500 billion per year in lost wages. And American lives. And the politicians don't care. Well, no. I mean, you know, there's there, just this week we had a very high-profile case where a, a, uh, a member of the cult— uh, the Colts football team was getting an Uber ride standing on the street corner because I think that there was a, the car broke down or there was some kind of problem with the car and an illegal, a drunk, a two time previous deportee drunk, illegal alien plows into them and kills both the driver and uh, this high profile football player. And the left went apoplectic when Donald Trump pointed out that once again, an American life has been, uh, lost two American lives in that case have been lost as a result of an illegal alien. John Lott, go ahead. Well, and there are, and there, there are so many Americans who aren't a cult football, aren't a, and a professional football player, and it doesn't, and it, and, and it doesn't make the news. Like our friend Agnes Gibney, right, one of our great activists in this area. Her son was murdered by a previously deported illegal immigrant. Jamal Shah from this area, his son was murdered by an illegal immigrant just released from the jail despite having a long arrest and criminal record, including assaulting a police officer on the day that he was out, went and murdered his son. And our legislature votes to make California a sanctuary state to prevent ICE from going in and getting these people that are locked up off the streets. They release them to the streets, and that forces our uh, law enforcement agencies like ICE to have to go into those neighborhoods after these people have potentially armed up, putting our law enforcement people in dangerous situations. This week, there were two events this week that we want to highlight that occurred right here in the Inland Empire. One where the county of uh, Riverside County Board of Supervisors voted on an issue related to immigration, and the San Gabriel Valley City, uh, the San Gabriel City 
uh, I'm sorry, was it San Gabriel or San Dimas? San Gabriel. San Gabriel City Council voted on this immigration issue. Um, and the results of these votes will shock you. Probably. Uh, I'll probably won't shock Probably you. won't shock you, but they are shocking. We will be back with more here on the immigration issue on the Unite Inland Empire radio show after a message from our sponsor for this half hour. All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And I and some other of our patriot activists uh, had a chance to go over to Riverside County with the Board of Supervisors to address this That's right. Issue. You were there. I you was. Went. You went. I, I was unable to, and I'm glad you did. They had, they, were, they, they had a resolution, and thanks to Robin Vidston, and had, had publicized this. Who, that, by the way, Robin Vidston and a number of other patriots were on the Jimmy Kimmel show last week, um, which was interesting. We'll talk about that in a moment, but let's continue uh, updating right. our listeners and the, on what the, happened and the, 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 the resolution was totally about DACA amnesty. Not a word about... Enforcing immigration laws, not a word about protecting American workers, American taxpayers, American children from immigration and having immigration policies that serve their interests. Zippo, not a nothing. It was only about DACA amnesty, and it was proposed by um, Perez and Ashley, two of the supervisors. Which shocks me. Mary and Ashley is a Republican, supposedly. So here he is talking about an issue that I think any Republican should be uh, drawn and quartered for supporting, but go ahead. So we uh, we had our, our activists were there, and there was a large contingent of probably illegals, probably maybe DACA's as well. There were there are same purple t shirts. They were there, and uh, some of them couldn't even some of them even had trouble speaking English, even though supposedly they've they've been raised here since they were two years old. All of them, and then and afterwards they all got into the same unmarked van. And they were, they were taking a group picture outside after, and, and they, they were in front of, they had their CC Puede banner, and I went to take a picture of it, and they cl- quickly closed up their banner before I could get my picture. Darn. So, so anyway, so this was went back and forth, and, and make, people making points, and uh, their, their points on it, and um, ultimately, Kevin Jeffries, Supervisor Jeffries, proposed an amendment to it that said, we should have... Uh, more uh, employment verification, secure more more border security, and deport criminal felons, illegal immigrants, and there was some resistance to that, particularly from Perez. But ultimately, that and Ashley had some resistance to that as well. But ultimately, they agreed on the resolution with that added language, and it sort of becomes a political muddle. So they can say, yeah, I'm for, I'm for DACA amnesty, I'm for enforcement, I'm for border security, so they can have it every which way. 
Right. And so that was a that was a positive because because it, it did muddle up the resolution instead of just being merely a pro amnesty resolution, which would which would be more in alignment with something along the lines of the. Uh, Law proposed by Goodlatte, which you know it's not identical, obviously, but I mean at least it's it's got elements of common sense reform in there and and and, and regulations that help to discourage uh, illegal immigration. I would think so. So, how many people were there supporting this uh, resolution in the audience? Ooh, the, the whole contingent didn't speak, but I just say there's probably fifteen or twenty. Is that all that yeah. showed up? Right now, now we got to reiterate that this that this is held during the day, but at nine o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning, convenient for them, not for anyone who has a, has a day has a day job. And the meeting lasted between nine and twelve twelve o'clock, right? Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't. Our matter wasn't even started until about ten o'clock, and wasn't finished until about eleven o'clock in the morning. So it's sandwiched right in the middle. You don't know until you get there how the thing has been agendized. So you don't know when the opportunity for public comment is going to be on a specific item. And we got to reiterate that a resolution does not have any force of law. It's right. simply a political position, stating a political position shared by the supervisors, basically, correct? Right. And then, in fact, Jeffrey said that very thing. He said, why are we even bothering with this? This is just a uh, – we, we have no jurisdiction in this area. It's a federal issue. It's a non-binding resolution. Why are we wasting our time on this? Right. But then he said, you know, if, if you're going to do this, then I propose this amendment. Yep. Good for Kevin Jeffries. He's one of the few people on that on that county board of supervisors that uh, has a uh, conservative, common sense approach to governance. Um, so that was one issue that came up this week. And then uh, up in San Gabriel Valley, apparently there's a police chief that has signed a an agreement with ICE, a working relationship. It's called a Memorandum of Understanding. Easy for me to say. A Memorandum of Understanding, an MOU. Mm-hmm. And that memorandum, that MOU, essentially says it lays out the working relationship between the San Gabriel Valley Police Department and ICE. Well, California has become a sanctuary state. So I guess the city council took objection to this because is San Gabriel Valley a sanctuary city? I don't know that. So at any rate, they took objection to this, and I or or, or I saw some of the video, and they had they had a huge contingent of illegals turn out, and their supporters turn out for this. They, they, they wanted ICE out of the city. Yes, and they were shouting and screaming and banners to uh, to that effect. And yeah. again, some of our people—I mean, they—they they had the courage. They went in there and showed up and stated why we should enforce our immigration laws. Right, but we had a very vocal, outspoken uh, contingent of folks that uh, we don't know or if they were there from San Gabriel Valley or, uh, like many do, uh, they people who are polarized by this issue. They seek out these events and go to them. In order to support or their side, to them. I, the, the van, the van that brought the contingent to Riverside County, and I can't say this has happened, but I sure would not be surprised if the same van and the same people went to San Gabriel. Right. So here we are again, a situation where you've got a city council that is uh, being bullied, if you will, by this large group of people, and ultimately they voted to uh, against this. Um, you know, idea of the their police department working with ICE, right? And it's not just once they release them; it's that when you, when you start enforcing the laws, you know there's this criminal, you know there's just this, there's a gang member who's an illegal immigrant. The police know this, so you don't have to wait till you catch him at something. 
You go pick. You could. You if if you want to proactively enforce the law and protect your own citizens, your own people, your law-abiding citizens, you go start rounding up these people and turn them over to ICE for deportation. These illegal immigrant criminals before they hurt some Americans. Exactly. And you know this this issue about illegal immigrants and immigrants by at large, uh, whether or not they make community safer or unsafer. John Lott did a study. Arizona appears to be the only state in the union that has actually kept track of enough statistics and records in this area that make an evaluation uh, actually factual, uh, apparently based on data collected from 1985 to 2017. Undocumented immigrants are at least 142% more likely to become convicted of a crime than other Arizonans. John Lott did this study. It's uh, It uncovers a, a lot of, uh, you know, good information about uh, how the illegal immigrant community contributes to our crime stats. And this has been buried. This is something that has been uh, that the left has has consciously buried the ability uh, of these departments to keep these kinds of stats. They have unlinked, uh, you know, status. Someone's right. immigration most, status. Most states don't do that. They, they they do everything possible. The media does to conceal the immigration status. Right. So you can't keep offender. statistics as far as who's in prison. Well, Arizona has kept those undocumented. Here's another finding: undocumented immigrants tend to commit more serious crimes and serve. Ten and a half percent longer sentences than do U.S. citizens. Undocumented immigrants are 163 percent more likely to be convicted of first degree murder than are U.S. citizens. And it goes on and on and on. It's not just these uh, these these major crimes, but all the way down to DUIs, armed robbery and sexual assault, uh, sexual offenses against minors. Um, undocumented immigrants come out on top of the of all of these studies in the state of Arizona. We've got to take a break. We will be right back with more information on this uh, event that's coming up on March 10th. We've got a big event coming up on April 8th. We'll give you some information on that. And we've got some closing uh, thoughts on this immigration issue to share with you after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the radio show for the most important political office. We talked about an event, Greg, uh, in an earlier segment. I just want to give out a little bit more information. This is going to be a fun deal. It features Evan Sayet, uh, who's going to be the sort of keynote speaker. This is the Grand Gala honoring our armed forces and veterans. It's in, uh, it features dinner, dancing, entertainment. Uh, 50% of the proceeds are going to go to, of the net proceeds, I should say, are going to go to disabled American veterans. Uh, tickets are 45 bucks before February 11th. You can find more information out by going to the Mountain View Republican Facebook page, or you can call this number uh, and get more information, which uh, I, I would do. It's 626 224 1169. That's 626 
224-1169. You can get your tickets over Eventbrite. Go to the Mountain View Facebook page and get that information. And then on April 8th, we have the annual Unite IE Conservative Conference. We featured uh, awesome speakers in the past. We've had everybody from... Uh, Ann Coulter, Dinesh D'Souza to presidential candidates, including Rick Perry, uh, Carly Fiorina, uh, Bobby Jindal. We've had um, last year some some great uh, uh, guests from Sacramento, local local politicians to Joel Pollack, who's from Breitbart News. Breitbart News. And this yeah, year, we did his prayer last year. Uh, this year, we've, we've got uh, Salem hosts, uh, Larry Elder and Hugh Hewitt. And we've got uh, Travis Allen has confirmed. And, Invitation uh, is out to John Cox. It is, and but of course the the the, the, the headliner, the VIP the keynote speaker is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And do you know who he is? Yeah, it, I th- who who is Sebastian Gorka? Well, you know, he, I, I think he's living at Fox News right now. He, I mean, he, I mean, he, it's, it's, it's like they should get him. They should get him a suite there at the building. He's, he's on practically every show. I think anybody that has been following presidential politics, what's been going on over the last year, which is a lot more people now that Donald Trump is president, politics in the Trump era has become much more of a participation sport. I think people are paying attention. Doctor Sebastian Gorka, of course, was a an advisor to President. Uh, Trump for eight years in the White House. Eight months. I'm sorry, eight months. Should have been eight years, but eight months. Right. People seem to come and go in the Donald Trump uh, administration. Yeah, but, he, but, but, he, but unfortunately, the wrong people haven't gone yet. Well, that's true. But I think I think Donald Trump burns people out. I, I think that's part of the problem. He keeps up such a hectic pace. People can't keep up with him, and they end up burning out and having to go into retirement. That's my guess. I and there's there, there's been, there's been some elbow shove throwing in there, and then who's gonna who's gonna be in there? Who's in? Who's out? Um, and I think that's one of the areas where he needs some improvement is to get uh, better uh, some better personnel, in particular a new attorney general. But in terms of tickets, the tickets are now on sale for the Unite IE Conservative Conference, and you can get the VIP general of, of with Sebastian Gorka. Those are $95 and include your lunch or just general admission for the afternoon, which is our $35. You go to am590theanswer.com and click on the rotating banner and that takes you to the page and you can uh, then uh, register and get your tickets. And this is going to, uh, the, the, uh, this is going to be close to a sellout or if not, we will sell out with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. But, and if you're connected to one of the many groups around the Inland Empire, many of these groups, and I know you've done this, I'm going to do this for our ACT chapter, are getting VIP tables. And so there's you can actually get a table uh, that seats eight people, uh, a little bit of a discount on the price there by getting a table. So uh, check with the groups that you might be connected with. And if you're not, if you're just listening to our show here, uh, happen to get lucky and tune in, go yeah. find a group. We also have some important holidays coming up. Valentine's Day, gentlemen, remember that that's that's on the that's on the fourteenth. But on the on February twelfth, we have it is National Plum Pudding Day. We don't want to miss that. And the fifteenth, we have National Gumdrop Day and National Chewing Gum Day. Of course, followed by the sixteenth by National Almond Day. And you don't want to miss any of those important holidays. And that was a public service announcement from the United IE Radio Show. We'll be back every Saturday at four o'clock. Make sure you save this time and tune in.
When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.